0: You know, sometimes when we do these interviews, the best material comes after you stop recording. Well, Mark started getting into some stories at the end of this interview that were fascinating, so I hit the record button, and here's some of that bonus footage right now. Some crazy stories, some really interesting stuff, and you be the judge.
1: Uh, before I was aware of, uh, you know, Sasquatch and things of that nature. I told Troy about that, and. Uh, I tell you, there were some things that happened back in the day that you would be amazed that I, I wanted to stay in my comfort zone so much so that uh, I blamed everything on too much travel channel or overactive imagination. Uh, <laughs> man, I tell you, it was bad. Uh, I was ashamed to tell some of the stories that uh, he got my my eight year old got a go kart and he's like, Well, he can't catch me now. That's what my wife overheard him saying. He's like, Well, who are you talking about? He said, Well, there's a man that waits on me down at the bus stop in the woods and follows me home and, uh, now that I got this go-kart, well, he ain't gonna be able to catch me now. I mean, there ain't no man down in the woods. Y'all watching too much YouTube, and you know, my wife likes watching the paranormal stuff on Travel Channel. I had to put a stop to that. I said, um, we already got Bigfoot on the plate and UFOs and things of that nature. I said, We can't take on no ghost stuff. We got enough uh, stuff that ain't supposed to be real that we're trying to process already to try to fit uh, ghosts yeah. into it, too. But anyway, but I asked Dr. Troy. I, I'm a drafted researcher. I I didn't sign up. I didn't volunteer <laughs> this. I didn't go down and sign up like in the military. They drove me off the front porch and splinters under my fingernails. <laughs> I got to get the research. Uh, but, yeah, Troy's been a, a great benefit. He's always stayed in contact with me ever since uh, that first day that I've, uh, you know, he come out to the, to the house and whatnot. And there was many a time that he talked me down. I was like, you know, I'm like I, we are outside, I'm fixing to do something. He's like, Mark, he, he he talked me down uh, a couple times for probably making a mistake. But I will say this, there hasn't been any acts of aggression other than them pushing down trees. I guess you could say that was an act of aggression. But that's usually when they get pissed off, I'm messing up their good time. Yeah, They'll come over. I was going to Arkansas for a week and uh, I came back and uh, my aunt was over staying at my mom's house and they called me at 1220. My aunt just said, something just knocked on the side of the house. Knocked on the bedroom where my nephew was staying at the previous night. Well, I come out there with my shotgun, looked around, didn't see anything. I didn't expect to see anything. I just want them to see me more than I'm looking for them. And I, I guess it pissed him off that uh I messed up his good time. He go over and knock on the neighbor on my mama's uh, house. I was watching the camera and I heard a, a fresh tree snap, <laughs> pushed down out the woods about ten minutes after I came inside. But other than that, you know, I tell you. As far as acts of aggressions, I, I I'm surprised there hasn't been more acts of aggression, considering the acts of aggression that I that I've done. Yeah. You know, you know but, firing you out know. the front door and yeah. Oh yeah, I shot out the front. But I, I, I was fixing to go outside that night. I was gonna have mid-conversation on the uh, December third, and, and that uh, Jurassic Park fa- flashed in my mind where. That, that professional hunter hunting them raptors, and uh, that one's got his attention. That one comes out of the bush and gets him from the side. He goes, oh, clever girl, and and gets him. I thought about that. I said, well, I'll be going around this side of the house, and one could be coming around for the other side that I don't see. And sure enough, I've I've learned since then that if, if you see one, chances are there's another one that you don't see. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh,
0: just like got, they have each other's back, you know, they when you think about it. It's just a great phenomenon, you know. Actually, we've been recording this because you started getting to some really interesting stories, and uh, this will be a nice little addition.
1: I'll tell you some of the things that I've observed about how intelligent these creatures are. Yeah. uh, That myself, whenever I caught that eye shine, what surprised me about that video of the the eye shine was during that video, the eyes are only, you can only see one frame of that video and it's both eyes in that one frame. So whenever it sensed or heard this camera kick on, it had to turn its head towards that camera with its eyes closed, and it blinked his eyes open momentarily to look at that camera, and that's why both eyes were only visible for one frame. Now, if I heard something over here to my right, I'd look like this right here, and you would see my one eye, then two eyes, and then as I turn my head back, you see two eyes back down to one. This thing had to turn its head, with his eyes closed towards that camera, just blink them open momentarily to minimize uh, his eyes being seen. And uh, man, that's a high level of a chance. I never would have thought of that until I saw it, it do that. And I've noticed that times that I haven't seen them in they're right there in front of me, uh, that, that small one that's almost like the size of a, chim- a chimpanzee, he was uh, jet black. He turned and crouched down with his back to me over here by this uh, fence corner post mm-hmm. uh, to minimize me seeing. Him, I panned right over him with my flashlight and never saw him. But he was moving to position himself in front of that corner post because uh, he was casting a shadow into the field when my flashlight hit him. And I believe he was moving to that corner post to minimize the shadow that he was casting when my flashlight hit him. But he was moving very slowly in small increments. Because if you think about it, if you suddenly make a fast movement, you're not, you're able to notice that out of the corner of your eye or looking at something if it makes a fast movement. So they'll be right there; they'll remain calm and just moving slow increments, so you don't notice them moving. Uh, when I, I showed that video to Troy. I had that video for three months and never even knew it. It was going back through some video uh, stuff in my archive and actually found that one. Recently. It looked to
0: you like it was a two-dimensional. Shadow, um, it, it was like something like the size of a capuchin monkey. I mean, the well, shape. I, I
2: think what it is is the proximity of where he was not Mark, but you know, the the juvenile, I think it was juvenile proximity to where the flashlight was compared to where he was, and then a the shadow all the way over onto the to the uh to the to where the shed was. That's, in my opinion, not uncommon because there's been a few times where. Like me and, and and another person would be at our cabin, and give back to, and, and it's on you know on a church mission property, and the and there's a street light. Well, you know it just, it's just there's no street, but there's a street light on property, and it's casting our shadows over onto the a cabin, and the cabin is kind of it's got kind of white. It's just a you know it's a, it's a structure, and then this was several years ago. We had one walk behind us. When he walked between us and the light, his shadow casted over our shadow, but he looked like he was probably 15, 16 feet tall. It's only to the fact of the, that he was you Closer. know, close to the light, yeah. but the cabin was further away. So when the shadow casted over us, he looked like he was probably six feet taller than we were. But in reality, when we spun and turned around and looked, he he was probably only maybe a foot and a half taller than we were. It's just the way that shadow casted onto it. And the body size of him through that flashlight that Mark had, you know, casting a shadow over onto that shed, I would have to just guess, and I think Mark and I talked before, it had been one of those juveniles that likes to play with him because it was kind of thin. It was very it thin. Is thin. So.
1: Yeah. He a female also. The, I, have, I have a video where I went out the first time, and it's uh, lower legs and the thigh gap and its crotch area was projected on the, uh, on the horse shed instead of its upper body, like the video that's on my YouTube. I, that was actually from the second time I went out. But the first time I got his lower to- torso uh, cast on the shed, it was a female. It's, it's definitely a female. So.
0: And uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, so you think you have two females and
1: two males? Uh, there was actually two juveniles out there that night. I never noticed that. I only saw the one through my scope and uh, only saw the uh, the one on the video at the time. I was showing my brother in law that this the original video, not the one where it's cropped and zoomed in on the shed, but the original full video. And uh, he saw right before the one on the shed, he's like, What about that other one that moved off before the one showed up on the shed? I'm like, What are you talking about? He said, Rewind We went back, and sure enough, right. Right before you see that one coming across the shed, yeah, one that dips off to the left, plain as day, and I never saw that in that original video until my brother-in-law pointed that out. But there was actually two out there that night.
0: Oh, I'll have to go back in the video. Of course, we'll be putting it up here for everybody to see as well. Again, guys, thanks a lot. We got a little bonus footage. Can't beat yep. that.
2: Mark, have 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 time. We'll holler we'll holler at you later, Mark. Thank you, right, Kelly. I appreciate Take you man. guys.
0: Stay safe. Take care. Right. Bye bye.